0: Welcome to the Marketing in the Wild podcast. I'm Julia from Stratos Creative Marketing, where we are obsessed with finding real life examples of the good, the bad, and sometimes wild in marketing. Hey, friends. I have another special episode for you today. I'm not actually in it. I'm handing the mic over to Ryan, our senior content coordinator. You have met her here before in our getting weird on social media episode. It was a few episodes ago, probably a lot of episodes ago, actually. Um, And you're also going to hear from Sammy Hall. She's a Stratos friend, lawyer, and she came to our workshop back in January. And I am really, really excited to turn the mic over. What they're actually going to be doing is a brainstorming session. And the reason that I asked them to do this is because, one, as you'll hear, Ryan is a master at brainstorming. We, Ryan has been with me for the past three of the four years that we have been working on Stratos. She was here back when it was Julia Block, LLC. And I am so grateful to her. But she is an idea generator. Um, We've always joked like if we could get paid to brainstorm, we would be very (laughs) rich and wouldn't have to do a lot of work. Um, But here, this is what happened is at our content content repurposing workshop back in January, we purposefully inserted a part of it to be brainstorming. And that was everybody's favorite part. I'm not even going to lie to you. All of, our re- all of our testimonials came back saying that they loved the brainstorming, that it was so useful. And so we thought it would be fun for you to listen in on a brainstorming session that Ryan is conducting with Sammy. So for the record, this is not their first brainstorming session. So they will talk about ideas that they are going to generate here, but they're also going to talk about ideas that were generated at their last brainstorming session. And also, for the record, Sammy is a lawyer, and I realize that the people listening to this podcast might not be lawyers. <laughs> um, and so, while you might say, "Yeah, nothing of this like really pertains to me," like I'm just going to tune this out, skip to next week, I would encourage you to stick around because I think that as you hear the creativity come alive in the next twenty minutes you are going to come up with some of your own creative ideas. I am absolutely confident. That was one of the coolest things about our brainstorming sessions during the workshop is that we put groups of four to five people together and they were actually able to give each other feedback and each other ideas. So, for example, one person worked in heavy machinery and another person worked at a nonprofit. And the heavy machinery guy said, I have no idea what to write about. And the nonprofit guy was like, well, I have all of these questions. Like, what if you created content around that? And so even as you listen to this podcast, even though it is about Sammy's business, floor de Law, I would encourage you to stick around because I think it'll spark some ideas of your own. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Ryan and to Sammy. They'll introduce themselves, and then kind of you just get to be like a fly on the wall during their brainstorming session. I'll meet you back here at the end of the episode. Otherwise, enjoy.
1: All right. So, Sammy, thank you so much for joining me for this brainstorming session. Um, Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I'm going to reintroduce myself. For the podcast listeners, my name is Ryan, and I am a senior content coordinator here at Stratos. So I work with our clients to make sure that they have content that helps them make their business seen and heard by the people who they want to work with. Um, But I always say, if I could have a full-time job brainstorming, I would do it. So I'm so excited for this. Um, and so I want to take a moment for our guests to introduce themselves. So I know Sammy, but you don't know her. Tell us who you are,
2: Hi, yeah. So my name is Sammy Hall. I am an attorney in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I primarily practice family law with um, a special focus in domestic violence. Um, I'm hoping to get into some immigration practice soon because that's something that's very, very important to me. But um, I'm a solo practitioner, which means that my business is just me, um, and I started it last year. It's called Fleur de Law. Uh, the symbol for Louisville, Kentucky is a Fleur de Lis, and Louisville's always been really important to me, and so I wanted to incorporate that into my business. Um, yeah, I don't know how to do marketing. Um, the way that I've been doing it so far is, is pretty haphazard, but um, I was lucky enough to get connected with Stratos and um, even luckier to be able to do this brainstorming session because I'm good at being a lawyer. I'm not so good at being a marketer.
1: That's all right. When you work with us, you don't have to be both, right? That's why we're here for you. So tell me a little bit more about why creating content is, feels complicated, right? Why is it difficult? Yeah.
2: For you? So, I think part of it is because um, uh, this is more of a like a schooling thing. When you go to law school, there's a lot of focus on like how to work at a big firm, how to bill your hours, how to do legal research. And those are all really, really important, but that's not what I wanted to do. And that's not where I ended up. Um, there's not a lot of info on how to start a small business, how to manage a small business. Um, and even if you know how to do all the tax side of things, um, how do you get people in the door? So there's definitely just a feeling of loss <laughs> in general. But then also, you know, you can go on like Pinterest or whatever and say like, how do I market? And you'll find all of these things about like, oh, let will send out a newsletter. And here's how you can send like weekly emails. And here's how you can write a blog. And like, I've never heard of a lawyer's office sending out emails. So I just don't know that that's even a possibility. So it, you can
1: do it. I have faith in you. I <laughs> believe in you. We're here for it. That I I also love email marketing. So that's why I was like anyone could do an email newsletter, and I'll show you, I'll show you how we'll talk about it. So I'll make sure to put a pin in that.
2: Oh, that is so good to know. It just feels a little foreign, and so that's part of the challenge. And then also with it just being me, you know, I feel like it it would take a lot of time to devote to sending out like make or sending out a weekly email or making one blog post a week or having social media posts, you know, I I feel like it would consume so much of my time that I wouldn't be able to do legal work, just constantly having to come up with new content.
1: Well, yeah, you have to run your, you have to be in your business and run your business and you sometimes can't work on the marketing. And also on that front, your subject matter and the type of law you do is really heavy. Yeah. So I would I would be, or I'd understand
2: how it'd be hard to balance. Like, how do I, how do I put emojis in my social media <laughs> post when I'm talking about like signs of abusive relationships, you know? Yes. There's only so many times you can use the like scales, uh-huh. right? the, the law scales, so a little okay,
1: a little gavel. Yep. That's right. About right. Like that I can think of you know, just like a need for more like redhead emojis, ginger emojis, which I feel they really need more like law centric emojis. Yeah. Like how, like we got to get you, like, how can you use the dance one? That's my favorite.
2: I know. Right. You got to force court. That's insensitive. We are writing that down. <laughs> <Just reading> that.
1: <laughs> well, here, so something I think, and we talked a little bit and full disclosure to everyone listening, Sammy has been working with us for a little bit and she just came to our content repurposing workshop. So we have done a little bit of um, the lifting in that. And something we talked about was, you know, how can you be a guide? How can you provide advice. Cause like you can't give legal advice, right? Like right. that's not that's okay. a big one. That is, yeah. that is not
2: allowed. I cannot give you legal advice unless I'm your attorney. Right.
1: And you know what you, they need? Yeah. They need to hire you and you have to get the people yeah. there, and, you know, <laughs> like that, that funnel doesn't really work that way. So, um, what if, and we talked about this a little bit before, but how can you be an advisor to someone like a trusted advisor? How can you guide potential clients, again, without legal advice? Like, is there non-legal, legal advice you can give? Like life I think advice?
2: I think life advice is probably a good way to categorize it because I can just give, you know, general tips. Like a if you have like, a, I don't know, a friend who's a plumber, they can be like, hey, don't flush paper plates down the toilet, even though they're not your plumber. And a slightly more glamorous than that can be only slightly, slightly more glamorous <laughs> than that can be me. So just um, there are general things that like they're not legal advice, but they would just make retaining a lawyer so much easier for both parties and like so much cheaper for both parties. Right. Because if you just bring in and I've had this happen, truly just binders full of every piece of paper you think might be important. Mm-hmm. I have to. Time sifting through that, right, and that costs you money. So yeah, that's billable
1: hours that are expensive. That's
2: billable hours, and um, I gotta value my time, so it involves charging money. But you know, if if people, if I could just let people know, like, hey, if you are looking to like adopt your foster kid, um, I don't need your tax return from 1994, but I do need your marriage license, um, and uh, things like that. So I think something like that, like how to prepare to meet with a lawyer. Or like, um, hey, if you're in a messy divorce, please write down everything. Don't verbally agree to exchange the kids on Tuesday at IHOP. Like, write that down. It's yeah. not legal advice, it's just good advice. Right.
1: So then yeah, I think that's a great, yeah. So we want to per- petition or position you as, yeah, like you're you can't give legal advice, but you can give life advice. Right. And yeah. that'll things that'll like have, help you in life. And when they hire you. Or someone else to be their counsel um something we think about in so that's the the like life advice versus legal advice could be somewhat of like a content pillar or content bucket for your social media bucket sounds familiar yeah bucket yes. yeah yeah so like let's take a moment to kind of brainstorm like whether it's social media whether it's email whether it's blog posts like what are the types of things you can talk about you know, one of those is an example is services. So you do like multiple different types of law. So that is a post that you, or, you know, those are things that you can kind of pull out. Like what other topics, um, or services do you do that we can kind of pull the thread on a little bit?
2: Yeah. So family law is a pretty big bucket. There's a lot of things that Mm -hmm. go into family law. So there's, um, See, starting at the beginning of a relationship, there might be a prenup. So I like write prenuptial agreements, mm-hmm. and um, it's always good to explain to people that getting a prenup doesn't mean you're planning to get a divorce. It's just being prepared. You know, it doesn't mean you don't trust your spouse. Um, then I do. If things do go south, I will get you divorced. Uh, so I do divorces. Within divorces, a lot of times there are things like child support and. Um, Custody and there's a big difference between custody and parenting time that um is sometimes difficult for people to grasp because we kind of use the words interchangeably. And so I did I'm doing it right now. I'm giving like not legal advice, but just explaining the law to lots of people about like the yeah, difference yeah, yeah. between those two things. Um child support, um adoption, that's always really happy. Mm-hmm. I do some some estate planning things so I can write like simple wills, you know, if you need to um prepare for when you're gone. You need to maybe help an elderly relative. I can do like powers of attorney. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the the big one is that I represent survivors of domestic violence in Mm -hmm. civil, so not criminal, civil protective order, protection order hearings against their abusers. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I help get them what we are, co- we commonly hear them called restraining orders, but in mm-hmm. Kentucky, which is where I'm located, they're referred to as domestic violence orders.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so that's something that I'm really passionate about, um, and that I do a lot of. So those are, those are my services right now in the future. Mm-hmm. I might expand, but that's where I am right now. Yeah.
1: Well, and there's, you know, I think with the the heavy parts of your services, you can't maybe get into like the nitty gritty detail. There's attorney-client privilege or things like that, but you can spell things out. You can do like five things that you need to prepare for,
2: for your initial consult or something.
1: Yeah, things like that. I feel like that would be really awesome. Um, also something, you know, you deal with domestic abuse survivors, also, you know, adoptees, you know, local services. I feel like highlighting local services, you know, if yeah. someone needs an accountant, if someone needs, you know, a nonprofit you know, similar to, I know like dress to success is one or like helping people connecting. Like you can be not only an advisor, but also a connector to those other businesses, Yeah, right? And share those and how they're kind of connected to your people because you want to not only guide, you know, it circles back to the like, not just legal, but life advice and like helping preparing people to be successful in that setting, and then also out. That doesn't mean you're like a life coach. It's just like you're giving people, <laughs> right? Because that's, that's not where we are. This is not, <laughs> you know, like that's not the point, but it's just like giving them that extra boost. You're showing your, your authority and also your empathy because you understand that these things are tough. So you want yeah, to yeah. do what you can to help them. Well, you know, people like to share sometimes behind the scenes. And again, legal. It's hard. It's not like you're going to be like, and here's this brief I wrote. <laughs> that is something
2: I see a lot where people are like, so you just like go to court. Like, no, no, no. There are so many things I do. A lot of them, I know they might seem boring from the outside, but like, I think they're really cool. Like learning how to, this is going to sound very silly, learning how to do legal research, the like the right way and being able to find that one, piece of law, or that one case that like really helps you out. And then there's um, like, uh, before I go into a hearing, I draft hearing prep. So I prepare the questions I'm going to ask my witnesses. I prepare the arguments I'm going to make to the judge. I read up on evidence laws. You know, there's a lot of, everybody knows the word hearsay, a lot of stuff about hearsay. <laughs> and I got to make sure that I'm on the up and up about it. Um, well, could you share like,
1: that would be kind of a fun thing to do like legal terms like this is what hearsay is yeah like, this is I, why
2: legalese
1: yeah because le- legalese can people don't know everything or last time we talked about like pro se like yeah who, who here raise your hand if you know what pro se means like you do <laughs> um i kind of do because we talked about it spoiler alert. yeah
2: no that's that's a really big one and i think that could be something that would be good as like a social media post or, or maybe even like a like a series um for the record, pro se means um, if you are representing yourself in court or if you're, you're appearing in court and you don't have an attorney, it is said that you are appearing pro se as opposed to being represented. And I've got a bunch of just Latin rattling around in my brain, all the legalese. Right.
1: Well, and that was one, like, if you're thinking about your content calendar, right, and you're like really trying to like draw it down, you could do one legalese quote a week or one. Every two weeks, and you know what you can if you want to bulk produce that, you make a blog with every single one you want to share or like the top five legalese terms to share, and then you repurpose them, repurpose my favorite into like five different social media posts, right, so then that's how you kind of build out you know taking one idea brainstorming it and then how you can kind of pull the thread and make make it into more information I love that
2: that's something that's especially so especially doing a solo practice you know it's not like I'm working at a government job where it's like nine to five start this case here end it at the end of the day you know my, my work kind of ebbs and flows depending on the season um, even the time of month like People get paid at the, you know, bills are due at the beginning of the month, so people can't really afford lawyers. So it, it would be so helpful during those leaner times if I can just come up with bulk things like that mm-hmm. and then have a schedule for putting it out like, oh my gosh, I already wrote this whole blog uh, post or the series and now repurposing, I can yeah. just turn it into like five different social media posts so that when I have those really, really busy times, I'm not constantly thinking like, oh God, if I put out a post this week. Have I created a post this week? I don't have to create it. I already.
1: Yeah, it's already ready. And doing, you yeah. know, some like graphic templates and things like that. So also not just to make it easier, but then it get, keeps your brand consistent. Yeah. Right? So everyone knows what to look for and they kind of know what to expect. Um, I kinda, I want to think about some more topics. Something I thought of kind of with the legalese is, you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, Court stuff going on in our political system. This is not yeah. a political podcast, but yeah. <laughs> uh, not going there. But like a lot of that, like the legalese, but also understanding like case law or
2: that's why so like, what's a case? You know, yeah. people hear that all the time. I didn't when I started <laughs> law school, I thought I would just be reading laws. Um, that is not what you do. You read case opinions. Like, what is a case opinion? What does that mean? And now that i can look at that i can i feel like I, i'm better equipped to like decipher the news um and sort of be like a like a filter you know i can see like a really inflammatory headline whatever it may be like supreme court hates people because so like, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a political podcast so I, I can just i can read through it and i can say like oh well you know it's it's actually based on this legal principle something i don't know race judicata like that's a phrase people don't know what that means yeah. um so yeah maybe something like like deciphering the news or like um just
1: deciphering like legal like and I we already said legal concept. like, legal concepts because I feel like not only then are you going to be someone who is knowledgeable to perhaps clients where they're helping but like to the people at large and then uh, that audience will be like you know that I'm on their mind. Yeah. Well, you're seeing me on Instagram and she told me, or like, I understand this more. And like my friend Debbie needs a lawyer and like,
2: yeah, this
1: girl. I
2: mean, that, that would be phenomenal because I also, and kind of spinning off that. I hear a lot of people say like, well, my case is really simple. So do I really need a lawyer? Like lawyers cost a lot of money. Do I really need a lawyer?
1: (gasps) Yes. Do you really need a lawyer? That is such
2: a good one. You really do. You do need a lawyer. And it's not, that is not so I can line my pockets. Trust me, they are the same target genes as yours are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, you know, for better or for worse, our our system is, is really complicated. And um, it's not designed in a way that makes it easy to understand to somebody who isn't a lawyer. Does that mean you're not smart? No, like I can't go be an astrophysicist that doesn't mean I'm not a good lawyer. You know, you might be a phenomenal teacher, but you don't know how to get divorced. And, um, there are so many reasons you need a lawyer. (laughs) And, uh, I feel like that could be, that could maybe also be like a, like a series, you know, do I need a lawyer? Um, or like, here's this week's reason why you need a lawyer or the top five.
1: And that's a blog series too, which, um, when we talked about a little bit, like a blog can become an email pockets or pieces of that, that email can become social media posts. Um, and we're, we're like running low on time. So I want to do a quick little review and then see if anything like else, like kind of pops up in our heads. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we were thinking like some of the ideas we have for content brainstorming is, um, not legal advice life advice. So things that you, you know, pointers, tips, things you can do to prepare your clients to, for success. Right. And life, not just legally. Right. And then legalese, like what types of terms are thrown, you know, out to people who are needing a lawyer or in the general public and like how you can, you know, you can kind of um, make them a little bit more easier to digest. And then that's the same thing with not just the legal terms, but you know, like what is the case? Things like, like that. Yeah. What's and, happening in the world. Yeah. What's happening in the world. And then also like, do I need a lawyer? <laughs> I, oh. well, <laughs> the lawyer. answer Thank is you. generally going to be yes. Yeah. Because so like, that's the thing. Like, like Sammy, you're never going to say no. You're always going to say yes and explain why. Right. Yeah. Like.
2: Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's, Truly, the reasons are 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 numerous, yeah. To say the least, so it feels like it's a good like thread to pull from. Yeah, I don't, I I still, I still don't know how to translate this out to like email marketing. Right. So I don't know if we can. We've got a little bit of time left. If we can just maybe just graze email marketing. Graze email marketing. Like a big, a big I beast know
1: it's to my me. favorite. Well, <laughs> what I would say is. Oh, and it's like, I have like a little note about like, these can be lead generators too, which I know we wanted to talk about. So I don't want to, I don't want to skip or hop around too much. But what I would say is um, emails, it'd be like, you would have like a week, the weekly tips, right? A weekly, why you need a lawyer for emails you can do for you. You may not need a weekly lawyer tip. Maybe you're sending out a, a monthly email, right? And that's something that we can talk about. We should, we yeah. may make- Part two of this podcast. But I think yeah. talking about, um, you know, you can some of these subjects that you can do, like say you're going to do a bi weekly newsletter, right? Bi weekly. Mm-hmm. So two times a month, you'll um, share some life advice, right? Give some life advice, and you can have section of ser- sections of the newsletter, maybe explaining some legalese, right? And then maybe sharing a community resource like here's an accountant I love. Here I love is that idea. A, you know, something like that. So like and that could be service. Yeah. Yeah. Be of Yeah. Cause you want to um guide, you want to empathize, and also be have knowledge and you know, give resources and give value to your audience. And then maybe the next week you switch it up. And then maybe you or the bi-weekly, maybe you will do like, do you need a lawyer? And it can be just an email list of like these are reasons you may need a lawyer. Right, so there's lots of different ways from these subjects that we thought of how you can kind of puzzle piece or Tetris piece as the 80s and 90s kid I am. You can Tetris them into um, different emails. And then lead generators, I just wanted to touch on because I know we talked really, really slowly or not slowly, really, really short about (laughs) them. And it's how, you know, how do you get people into your business? How do they become clients? And I think something like the top five things you need to prepare for when meeting a lawyer. You know, someone who's looking for a lawyer, they may, you know, come to a website or see your Facebook ad and you'll give them those five tips, like a downloadable, like a free downloadable tip. They'll give you their email in order to get that. Yes. Right. They'll get those tips, they'll feel smart, they'll feel we're prepared, they'll feel good, right? And yeah. then you'll get their email. So then when you're doing your email marketing, you're going to continue to give them more tips, things like that, fun life advice, maybe pictures of your cat. Like when you're not alone, oh, yeah.
2: here's my cute cat. Oh yeah, I've got a picture drawn on this little, I, I've got a paper over here in the corner that I'm taking notes on. It's got an email template and then the bottom, there's, there's a corner that has a paw print in it because oh. I've got four pets. So I mean, that's yeah. two months worth of sharing. <laughs> I mean, one is a paralegal. One is a law
1: assistant or a yes. paw assistant.
2: I a mean, partner. I love
1: a partner. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's the whole, you know, I love a pun. I know not everyone loves them, but yeah, give me a pun. I
2: love it. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I, I think that's really good. Cause again, some of this does feel really foreign to me with it being so heavy. So it, it, feels good to be able to throw something light in there without like making light of the kind of work that I do.
1: Right. Like you're not making like divorce is hilarious. Yeah.
2: Cause it's not. Yeah, cause um, it's not. Um,
0: but yeah. you're, you
1: know, bringing levity, bringing a little bit of entertainment because also when someone is going through a hard time, they, they may need something we, that's going to lift them levity. up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Some law. Oh wait, law levity. Is there a way to make Law Ooh, is that okay. something like law levity, like something? Oh, like there's who, something the, there, like the judge, like the, the lawyer in the Zoom video, and who was like, I'm not, I promise I'm I not, am a, not cat. a cat. Yes, <laughs> I am not a cat. Like, you that's something where it's like, don't use Zoom filters, right? Uh-huh. Because you'll be like this guy, but no, like, really, that's advice. Yeah, don't that's
2: you. really true. Please check your name, don't make your name like you know, something weird because the judge is going to notice. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, Yeah. I yeah I lev- Levity and law. That is something I will be thinking about for a while. I
1: love that. Or I mean, yeah, if there's other like strange, strange cases that aren't ones that you are well, in. Yeah. Or
2: like weird old cases, you know, like uh, I think the first ever case of somebody getting a speeding ticket, they were going um, eight miles an hour. Or something like that you know just like a weird old ah oh, this is so cool just like oh you know hey here's your weekly like 1740s case that's not about anything yeah. sad oh
1: um weird story that we don't super have time for but i have to say so my husband did go to law school university of wisconsin go badgers and huh. the house we moved into in Madison he literally read about in one of his books whoa like the address like he's reading it and he's, he's like, like oh Oh my God. And he's like, such and such our house because there was case law with their, um the renovations that weren't done correctly or something yeah. like that. And it the was contract literally the house. Contracts in the house we were living in at that, that moment. Insane. <laughs> it was a really old, like 1800s house. Um, but the case from the 70s. Uh, it was very spooky. It was probably haunted. Again, this is also not like a true crime haunted house podcast right but not yet yeah it was just the it was the wildest thing because yeah you read about weird stuff like that and then you end up living there anyways I love that we'll have to talk about that more online or offline I just absolutely for being here and I know we have just a quick moment so Sammy thank you for joining us thanks for being part of Marketing in the wild.
0: Wow, guys, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did and as much as Ryan and Sammy enjoyed making it. I feel like Sammy has walked away with tons of ideas and I learned that, um, yes, we're not a true crime podcast, but I'm like, how could we do a Marketing in the Wild episode about true crime podcasts? If anybody has any ideas, hit me up. I would love to hear about them. If you are interested in learning more about Sammy Samantha Hall um, and her practice, Florida Law, her website is Florida Law. It's F L E U R D E L A W.com. And you can find her on Instagram and Facebook. On Facebook, she is Florida Law, F L E U R. And then on Instagram, it's F L E U R underscore day e underscore law. So go find her, give her some love. We're so thankful for her. And in the meantime, I did want to invite you guys to our next content repurposing workshop. If you are listening to this live on the day that it came out, you still have time to register. It is going to be on March 3rd, 2022. So if you are listening to this A year from now, I am so sorry, but check out our workshops page. We might be hosting another one. But if you go to stratoscreativemarketing.com forward slash workshops or check out our Instagram stratoscreative, you will find the content repurposing workshop. It is on March 3rd from 10 to 12 central. Just like Sammy came and she enjoyed it, you will also enjoy it. We are going to spend time talking about how to repurpose content. And how that means that you could have a quarter's worth of content done in a lot less time and a lot less stress. Um, and how you can take one piece of content and make 20 things out of it. It is one of our favorite things to teach. The people who came last time loved it. And I'm sure the people who will be joining us on March 3rd will also equally enjoy it and find, it, and find that it's useful. And so um, we are always here in your corner. If you have any marketing stuff that you want help on and you want to brainstorm on, let us know because we obviously love brainstorming (laughs) and generating ideas. So I'll be back next week um, with our new guest. Uh, It is going to be a great episode. In the meantime, keep noticing your marketing, keep noticing other people's marketing and trying to figure out what's working, what's not working. We're all in this together talk to you next week friends thanks for tuning into this week's podcast episode I'm so glad that you have if you've enjoyed it as much as we have I just ask you to subscribe so you know each time we have a new episode coming out if you loved our podcast and want to give us a rating or a review I promise. We will read each and every one of them. A special shout out to our friend, Carson Childers, who is producing our podcast. We really appreciate him and all the hard work that he's done for us. Also, thanks to the Stratos team. They have been behind the scenes doing all of the graphic design, brainstorming, etc., etc. Really, this wouldn't be possible without them. I'm thankful for each and every one of you guys. Lastly, listener, we'll be back next week and I hope you will be too.